and welcome to the Flourish Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey. And I'm your other host, Lauren. This is a podcast where we talk about what it looks like to flourish as we live out our purpose in the day-to-day. The mundane. The good. The bad. The ugly. And laughing while we do it. But before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notifications. Now grab your favorite beverage and let's get started. Okay, well, hello, Kelsey Jane. Hello, Lauren Elise. How are you doing today, love? I'm doing good. Oh. Just busy potty training at oh. home. I was, that's what I was doing. The potty training diaries have continued. It's been an adventure. <laughs> I, I don't think I was made for it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're doing it anyway. Well, oh. guys, we have a super, super special guest with us today. Um, we have Angie Elkins here today. Angie, can you say a little hello for us? Hello, everyone. So glad to be here. Man, we are so freaking happy that you're here. We are honored and blessed by your presence. But Angie actually is coming to us today because she, just like my mom came on a couple weeks ago on the podcast, Angie um, did a session for Elena Rose's university as well. And so we just wanted to have her on to get to know her a little bit more and just her heart behind what she spoke about and who she is. Um, She has a lot of wisdom and knowledge. But Angie actually has been in the podcast world for a while, for about six years, and she has a new podcast coming out in November um, called Let It Shine. So we are super excited to hear more about what that's going to be like for her and just her reasoning for, you know, going into this new session of her life and her season of life. So, but we are the Flourish Podcast. So before we even dive into that, it's time for our love it or leave it. So Kelsey, do you have a love it? Something that you're loving this week? Um, I am loving, I've like taken some days off the last couple of weeks and um, just been spending more time at home with my boys. Um, So I've been loving that. Hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. so happy for you. Yeah. What about you? Um, So I was telling Kelsey this. I'm a big reader, Angie. I don't know how big of a reader you are, but I love a good fantasy book instead of Kelsey and I'm calling it my fantasy fall this year and I'm reading a lot of fantasy books and so I am in the throne of glass series right now and I'm on Mm. book two and I'm very excited so that's what I'm loving right now is my cozy fall fantasy books man I love getting lost in a good novel that's so good I'm lost in it like I can't (laughs) it's kind of bad it's kind of bad how lost I am in it yeah that's great do you have anything that you're loving right now Angie oh yeah so right now I I will even say I am addicted to morning sunshine I know that sounds so crazy but I absolutely love getting out and going for a walk in the mornings um, and getting the sunshine. I heard recently that it's one of the best things you can do for your mental health is getting those, you know, vitamin D rays of sun. Um, but also it helps with your sleep patterns and all of that. So I'm loving it. I love, love, love it. I do about three miles most every oh, morning. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, I love you. it. I love oh, it. That's so wonderful. And the weather has been real. I don't know about in Florida, but the weather has been super nice here. So it has it's been. always, it's always a little blessing. It's that oh, man. pre-cold fall. Yes. It's definitely love. turning a corner here too. So I'm loving it. Good. Kels, what are you leaving right now? I would say it's pretty obvious <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I'm 
leaving potty training <laughs> as fast as I can, which is probably not very fast. <laughs> she just told us a story before we started recording how she literally caught her son's poop with her hand as it was coming out of her butt. <laughs> okay, I, Only a mom does that. I, it was my couch. It was my new couch that I we haven't it. even paid off yet. I'm not <laughs> even like, surprised. Like, that's just like a normal mom thing to me. I get it. Oh that makes God. me feel better because I was oh, like, yeah. I think I've made an idol out of my couch because I just couldn't. No way. I Listen, I totally get it. And I will even say that is just par for the course for moms. Like when you said I caught his poop in my hand, I was like, of course you did. Like, that's not <laughs> shocking. <laughs> Tell me something new. <laughs> my husband was like, I'm so glad you were home because I would have mm-hmm. gone full hazmat suit. <laughs> Like, listen, yeah. welcome to motherhood. How many kids do you have? Just one. Okay. Just one. We're, we're trying for a second, but it's taken a while. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. But yeah. yeah, he's, he's, you got this. Almost three. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I guess the thing I'd be leaving, which I feel like I may have said I, I'm leaving this a couple weeks ago, but the fact that I'm still having to leave this is frustrating. <laughs> the fact that it's, um, 90 degrees on Saturday and mm. 50 degrees like tomorrow it's really making me mad mm. <laughs> like I need I need a temperature control unit to come in and say it's gonna be 70 and 60 and that's it because mm-hmm. I was at a football game on Saturday mm-hmm. and I dressed cute for fall I sweated because so much I had butt sweat stains on my <laughs> jeans and it's October <laughs> It's embarrassing. I feel like we have a bodily fluid uh, theme going here. Yeah. That's so funny. Unintentional body fluid. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I'm leaving still, and I'm really frustrated. Hopefully, by next time, I can say something else. Yeah. Anything else? Because (laughs) I'm really mad, honestly. But that's what I'm leaving. Mm, That's so great. Well, I had a really serious answer prepared, but I've changed my mind. I'm going to do something funny. To fit in with you guys. Okay, go. Perfect. So I'm actually leaving work next two, next week for two days. I'm taking two days off of work because I am, um, my son, my oldest son is coming home for fall break and we are going to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Oh. I knew you would love that, Lauren. <laughs> yes, girl. At Disney. It's like our favorite thing to do at Disney and we do it, you know, every year. Oh. So next Thursday night, we're doing it. Well, I support leaving work to go to Disney because I've yes. done that. Um, you also went to work at Disney. I did. I went to work <laughs> at Disney. I supported leaving work from Disney as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I get it. I just support leaving work to go to Disney. And then Lauren, this is, this is bad. I know something about you, about why you don't want to work at Disney that your mom told me. Oh, my gosh. Spill it. What? She said that you couldn't live in Florida because you'd have to shave your legs every day. I, that is true. <laughs> that honestly... <laughs> I was like, secrets are out secrets today, are out. everybody. I hate shaving my legs. That's and it. I was like, I had to shave my legs. And the other option was wear pants. Right. No, no not, not in Florida. Not right. in the humidity. But yeah, that no. is true. Yeah. Um, yeah. My mom and Angie have been friends since seminary for the people yeah. that are wondering why is she talking to Lauren's mom um, <laughs> about shaving her legs. <laughs> so we go back. Um, so anyway, speaking of mom and Angie, they have a very common similarity. Like what I mentioned earlier is that they have been on LRU, which is coming out in October. So it's super, mm-hmm. super exciting. Um, 
But kind of going back before we jump into all of LORU stuff, let's talk about your this podcast. Mm-hmm. What, you've been in the podcast world for six years. What led you to like yeah. deciding, I'm going to be a podcaster? Yeah, it's so funny. I actually just told this story last night and it really never gets old to me. Like I, I'm still surprised. I can't even believe that I have kind of built a life inside a podcast world, but I really was looking for a, a career change. So a pivot in my career, but also in ministry. I wanted to do something that was ministry related and um, turn it into my job. And I was kind of looking around me at what the options might be. And I really had fallen in love with podcasts. The year before, so 2016, I discovered a podcast called The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey. Many of you may know it. And it was my first like listening experience for a Christian podcast. And I loved it. And as many of us do, when we find a podcast we love, we binge it, right? And that's what I found myself doing. I I think she was maybe a year into recording at that point. And so I started just listening to all of her previous episodes. I can tell you where I was on I-4 when I heard certain episodes or, you know, things that were talked about. I can remember sitting in the public's parking lot, waiting for an episode to end before I could get out of my car because I was just riveted to what was happening. Or I can remember standing in my kitchen just crying as I listened to someone's story. And so that really was where my love for podcasting was born. And then the next year as I was looking for kind of a pivot in my ministry, I decided I really wanted to try podcasting. And you know what? I thought all there was to podcasting was talking. (laughs) I mean, I knew that there was a lot of stuff behind the scenes that I didn't know. And I knew there were other women who were basically stay at home moms like me who had figured it out. And I thought, okay, if they can figure it out, I can figure it out. I've always believed in my ability to figure things out. So um, I decided to launch my show and I set a deadline for myself in 2017, at the beginning of the year, I set my deadline for June, which was plenty of time. I didn't know that then, but, um, and I just did something every single day to get to my goal until I reached it. And, um, yeah, that's kind of how it started. And from there, it just kind of grew into a whole career. So it's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. And where are you like, where are you now, like in that career? Yeah. Like, what does your day to day now look like? As yeah. A okay. So it's interesting because my my dream and my goal when I started was that I would start my show and I would get advertisers on the show. This is how most podcasts monetize. It's one of the ways, and it's really kind of the most accessible way. Um, and so that was my goal. I thought I'm going to give myself two years at this. I'm going to record every week post an episode every week for two years. And by then I should have enough listeners and I can monetize and that'll be my job. And I realized about 18 months in that that was not quite going to work out that way. I probably could have had a part-time job at that point, but I knew that I needed to earn more income than I was going to make part-time because I had a kid going to college. And so I really started pivoting and just asking God like, okay, God, I felt like I was following you down this path, but things are not, doors are not opening the way that I thought they would. So if you will open a door for me in the podcasting world, whatever it is, I'll say yes. 
And so what started happening was people were reaching out to me for help starting their shows because I knew how to do the back end, the hard part. I started doing that for other people. And very long and detailed story short, I just learned all the ins and outs of podcasting. I I started doing this for other people, started troubleshooting things for them and learning how the behind the scenes worked. And so that really has led to my career in podcasting. So I have worked for Jamie Ivey, who I mentioned was, is the host of the happy hour. Um, The first show that I found that I loved, I worked on her show for about a year and um, edited and, and helped produce her show, but also started her podcast network. And then Back in April of this year, 2023, Lifeway um, Christian Resources hired me to be the manager of the Lifeway Podcast Network. So now I am still doing my show. I'm creating a new show that starts in November called Let It Shine on the podcast on the Lifeway Podcast Network. And I am working with all of the podcasters at Lifeway to resource, help them troubleshoot whatever they need. So that's what I do. That's, That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. It's cool to see how I I remember in your LRU episode just being so fascinated by just like the pivots that you took along the way and your willingness to like to ask the Lord to open doors that were supposed to open and shut doors that were supposed to be mm-hmm. shut. And you never let pride get in the way. And it's really cool to like hear how that has led to something beyond what I'm sure you imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really interesting because someone asked me the other day, we were talking about failure and they asked me like, what would you say are two or three big failures you've had in ministry? And I was thinking about my desire to work in podcasting and how that first initial dream did not flesh out the way I expected it to. And so I thought, I guess people could look at that as a failure But if you, I never thought of it as a failure because number one, I never quit. And I, I do view podcast, I I view, I'm sorry, let me say that again. I do view quitting for me as failure, unless I know I'm supposed to move on, but I never quit that. I just pivoted. And really, as I said, my goal, I didn't realize this till after we had this conversation, my goal was to create a job in podcasting. And that's exactly what happened. So it's not a failure at all. It just looks different than I expected it to. And I think it's so funny, because like, to me, that is just like, such a basic example of following Christ, Mm -hmm. like, you, it following Christ is such a I have this dream, and I know I have something that the Lord has given me gifts in. And you may see it as one thing and like, this makes sense that I'll do it here. But then God's like, oh, I have something so much better. And it's just, I feel like everyone that I know who's a believer, who's actively like searching for God's will in their lives, like that is a constant story of Mm. theirs is like, oh, but I I wanted this, but oh, I got something so much better out of it. Even though the road getting there was like probably super frustrating. And you were like, what's going on? This is not what I planned. But Mm -hmm. that is just such a, a... such a similar story to so many people that I know. And it's just really cool. It's really cool how God, you know, put you at freaking Lifeway. Like, that's a, that's a <laughs> it's a deal. dream. Not, I, I can't is. even believe it. I, I've always loved the local church and have yeah. wanted to serve the local church. That's why I went to seminary where I met your mom. And so yeah. to get the opportunity to serve Lifeway, who is a resource for all of the local churches in the world, is yeah. 
insane. It's just absolutely incredible. Yeah. What's been your favorite part so far? What's like maybe like your like greatest challenge? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I think it's probably been. Um, let me answer the challenge first. The challenging part is the the nonstop barrage of technical issues. It never ends, and I've I find myself always having to figure something new out. Right now. I'm working on, I won't get into the details, but the the way one of our podcasts is set up at Lifeway, I'm trying to get in to the back end of it. How was it set up years ago by someone, no one even remembers who set it up and we're trying to figure it all out. So that just never stops. There's always a technical challenge and I've never seen myself as a technical person, but I will say, as I've already said, I do believe in my ability to figure things out and I don't like to say things like I'm not technical. I can't do this. Like, I just don't have that verbiage anymore because I can do it. I can figure it out. And if I can't, I can find somebody who'll help me. So um, that's probably been the biggest challenge, the technical things. My favorite part is actually just working with the other podcasters. I absolutely love making podcasters dreams come true. (laughs) I know that sounds so crazy, but it is. Very godmother. I am. I totally am. I really love, especially women, like being able to work with women in the podcasting world has been really awesome because there are a lot of techie guys in this world. And most of them, I think, and I don't want to like, you know, just be a stereotypical, give you a stereotypical idea. But I do think that most men in those kinds of roles see themselves as a support role who just come in and, you know, check off a box and do what is needed. But I really see myself as a ministry partner. And so being able to come in and hear their heart behind their ministry and to say, here's what I want to do and to help them like put the legs to it and make it go is just so much fun for me. And I did that as a freelancer for over five years before I joined, joined Jamie's team. And um, I'm still kind of doing it, by the way, on the side. I'm, I'm not personally doing it, but I have a team. So anybody listening who needs help with their podcast, they should reach out. But it is really, really fun. It's it's my favorite part. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Let It Shine for a second. Okay, let's what, do it. What led you to want to start this specific podcast? Okay, so this is a, a whole story, really kind of non-connected to podcast. But I had a moment last year at the end, really, it's been almost a year ago, where because of the stress I had was going through in my life, I found myself at a really unhealthy place physically. The way I was living in my body was not healthy and it was not good for me. I had gained a lot of weight. I was very uncomfortable. I couldn't bend over and tie my shoes comfortably. Um, none of my clothes fit. I mean, we've all been there, right? But it was, it was just an, an all time low point for me. And I was at a conference at Lifeway, um, just visiting, and our president was speaking, and he preached on the thorn in the flesh, and he asked us to turn to our neighbor and talk about what our thorn in the flesh was, and which, I mean, that's a pleasant experience, right? Having to turn to someone you don't know very well, although I was fortunate enough to be sitting with someone I did know pretty well, and so, but to get to turn, to have to turn and share something really hard is 
never fun. But I knew right away that God was just telling me, you're, you're not taking care of your temple, the way you're living in your body. It's been a lifelong struggle for you. And, you know, that this is the, your thorn. And so I shared that with her, which really was sort of a beginning for me of a realization that things needed to change. The thing about the thorn in the flesh that Paul talks about is his was not anything that he could do anything about. But I realized that for me, I had agency over it and that I really could make some changes in my life that would help me. And so as I began down that road, um, really on February 1st, I decided to challenge myself to sort of a boot camp. And I'll just go ahead and tell your listeners, I did a program called 75 Hard, if anybody's heard of it. It's really hard. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't come by the the name name on accident. (laughs) It's really hard. But I entered into that because I I wanted a challenge. I wanted something that would really change my life as far as the way I was living in my body, something physical. But I will tell you, that's the way I entered this challenge and the what it turned into was so much more than I expected. It was really like a conduit for God to open up a portal or something for me where he just started teaching me how our our bodies, our hearts and our minds all created by him are very connected and that we can't set our bodies aside and not let him be Lord of all of that as well. So with let it shine, it was really birthed through through this process of, you know, I'd be walking every morning, either listening to podcasts or praying or whatever, just taking notes on what I felt like God was teaching me about how I needed to live in my body and how that was pleasing to him. So the show is not just about body health, body growth, or, or, you know, just body, it's about body, heart and mind sanctification. So really whole, whole health and whole sanctification and growth in, um, in our relationship with God and how it really is so connected with our bodies as well. And not just our inner life, but it affects our outer life too. Awesome. So will it still be like Chatology was kind of you interviewed a lot of people. Will it still kind of have that same vein or is it going to be different? It's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. So going on with the theme of let it shine, you know, the reason I chose that title is because when we are growing in God, when we are our hearts and our bodies and our minds are all focused on him and we are being sanctified daily, we are able to be the light of the world and shine. That's the result of sanctification. Sanctification, And so um, along with that theme of letting it shine, I have four illuminators, that's what I'm calling them, who are coming in that will be co-hosting with me throughout the season. So season one, I have four people, um, Whitney Caps, if any of you guys know her, Lisa Whittle, Tiffany Casey, and Lindley Mandrell. And the four of them, we are all recording four episodes each where we're just having conversations. Our our first episode is about sanctification over self-help. Whitney and I, Whitney Caps and I recorded that episode together and why, what's the difference What's, is there a, there's a subtle difference. What is the difference and how do we work towards sanctification instead of looking for ways to help ourselves? Um, so we're doing that. So four eliminators with different conversations throughout the season, but I am also doing some interviews with, with people who've written books that teach us how to grow, um, in certain areas and leave behind things that bad habits 
things that we picked up along the way that make room for God. I love that. That's going to be so cool. I can't wait to tune into that. I love the topic of self-help and how that intersects Mm -hmm. um, and, and also diverges from what it looks like to partner with the spirit and grow in that way. Yeah. I can't wait to tune into that. I know. I'm very excited. Cause I feel like also as women, I think that's something like constantly, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but like constantly like worrying about like what we look like being healthy. Like Mm -hmm. what does that look like? Also not idolizing your body, but also, you know, living in a world. Yeah. Taking care of it. And I think that this is just super exciting and just something that I feel like men and women both Mm -hmm. can relate to and listen to. And I think so too. I think it's so true. Like I was walking in at my neighborhood, which I told you I do every day. And I live in this really cool neighborhood with, a lot of old homes that were built, you know, in the 1920s. And then we have some really cute Florida homes built in the 1960s that have that super cool Florida vibe. And then we have other homes that are are just in complete disrepair. And they're all just kind of mixed in together. And because of our location near downtown, the property values are really high. And so these homes that are in complete disrepair are really sitting on a really valuable piece of land, you know, that they could, they could sell for a small fortune. <laughs> Someone could come in, renovate that home and just take care of it and make it beautiful. And I was just thinking about my, my temple, the temple of my body, because that's what God teaches us that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us and we are his temple. And so we should be taking care of it. It should not be left for disrepair as some of those homes that I walked by. But um, it's really, really an important spiritual practice to take care of our temples. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, my so exciting. Happy. Yeah. Um, okay, kind of, I mean, I guess it's kind of talking about what you're talking about right now, but also jumping into something that you mentioned that really stood out to Kelsey and I um, in your LORU when you came in and led. You were talking about um, how you value and how your values go into what you say yes or no to. Mm -hmm. Um, And that just really stood out to us. And we just thought our listeners would really, you know, gain some wisdom and knowledge from that. But can you tell us more about how that came about? Like how you decided, you know, I'm going to take my values, values and use that as the way, the reason I say yes or no to things. Yeah, absolutely. I'll just tell you one of my, one of my core values that I've created. I mean, I have several, but, One I've created this year, um, and really that I want to maintain for my lifetime, is that I want to have deep, lasting, important friendships. And I actually heard um, there was a research study done, and it was a secular study, so definitely not a Christian study, but it was still a research study done over multiple generations from uh, over 100 years study. So... It started, you know, maybe a hundred years ago with this, these family members and then progressed through their descendants. Okay. And they judged, um, based on life circumstance, like who was the happiest. So you can imagine they looked at all kinds of criteria and this study really encompassed a huge number of people and also just across a wide, um, extreme net of socioeconomic, you know, um, ethnic background, all kinds of people. And so 
they looked at these things, rich people, poor people, um, you know, white people, black people, whatever. And they, to determine who was happier. And what they found out was it wasn't the people that had the most money. It wasn't the people who worked the most. It wasn't the people who were most fulfilled in their jobs. Um, It wasn't even the people who were married, but it was the people who had the most, um, the most deep and lasting friendships. And I was just thinking about how much I value my friends. You know, I do have a handful of them. But as we age and get a little bit older, it's harder to create those really important friendships. I've made some of my best friends uh, volunteering at church, you know, serving alongside people. That's a great way to make friends if you're looking for a great way. But what I've noticed is I find it so easy to turn people down for invitations or, um, or even don't ask people over as much as I would want. You know, I don't spend time with people. I have a friend who lives in the neighborhood who I adore and she would go walk with me anytime I asked her, but I just had rarely asked her, you know, um, it's because I'm, I'm so driven by my agenda and doing what I need to get done that I don't make room in my life for friendships as much as I need to. And so that has become a core value to me. And the way that looks in my life practically is I got a text from someone the other day who said, Hey, can we come over and play games tonight at your house? And nothing in me wanted to say yes, because (laughs) I still had to clean up the kitchen. You know, I had some stuff I had to finish. Maybe I hadn't finished all my workout for the day. Like I don't remember, but I said yes anyway, because that's the kind of life I want to live the kind where people can come over and play a game with me, where we're having a great time together and having fun, no matter what else needs to be done. Um, But you know, it's really interesting. Somebody just sent me a reel on Instagram. That's where we learn everything, right? Amen. Uh, Yes. Yes. Just sent me a reel on Instagram. And it was a, a podcaster talking about happiness. No, it was a podcaster talking about friendship. And she said, um, really a, a great way to measure friendships. It's, it's not necessarily about the time you spend with each other, but it's about your availability to people when they're walking through a dark time and your willingness to be inconvenienced to help them when they need you. And so that really sent me down a path of, okay, who, who of my friends has really been walking through something dark lately? And have I been there for them? Um, because that's the kind of person I want to be. And those are the kind of people I need in my life. So yeah, friendships, one of my core values. I love that. I love, and I, I'm excited for the people who are listening. You have to tune in to her LORU mm-hmm. um, because she kind of walks through like, how do you assess what your values are and what to do with it from there? It goes a lot more in depth, but I just wanted us to be able to kind of skim the surface yeah. of mm-hmm. like what you talked about because it changed my life. Like, I mean, I I feel like at the end of Angie's session, she and I were both crying. (laughs) We were crying. We were definitely crying. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And so, and I mean, even down to the friendships and she shared that that was her core value. And I've started a pour it out night with a couple of my friends after after we talked about that. Um, Also in honor of Sweet Magnolias. (laughs) Those those people who have watched that, but yeah, just to like have those like friendships of people who mm. live close and creating regular spaces for that. Cause you're totally right. I feel like 
as I get older, it's so much harder mm. to intentionally spend time with people. I, mean, I, I joke with people all the time. I'm like, we'll finish a conversation when Silas graduates high school. That's my son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know when else I'm going to finish one. So like, what does it look like for me to create space to do that? Mm. So yeah, yeah, I just, I'm really, thank you for sharing that again yeah. here on the podcast. Yeah. Is it, it really meant a lot to me when yeah. you shared that. I'm really excited for people to get to learn from you about that. Yeah. Um, and LORU. Yeah. Mm. Um, you mentioned earlier about dreaming with God mm. and just kind of how you let him, you need to let God pace where you're walking and kind of what we were mm. talking about at the beginning, like how, how in your life personally have you in your testimony, just let your dreams coincide with God. If mm. that makes sense. Yeah. Question. No, I think that's so good. I mean, you know, we all know the verse that says, I'll, I'll get it wrong because I don't have it in front of me, but a man plans his steps, but God determines his path. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that is obviously 100% true of me. I took certain steps and went certain directions because I just felt like that's where God was leading me. So I went to seminary. I met my husband there. We got married. Like all of those steps, right? We moved to Orlando, Florida you know, to do ministry. I thought I knew how the door would open for me here. It didn't, it opened in a different way, but you know what? I heard somebody say something so freeing to me recently, and this might help you guys and your listeners as well. Um, I thought I knew what my calling was. So I love music. I've been in church music my whole life. I got my master's in music from seminary. I wanted to serve the local church in music ministry. Well, you know what? So does my husband. That creates sort of an issue in a lot of churches for husbands and wives to be on the same team. Mm -hmm. So that is not the path that God led me down. And I felt like it was so unfair because that was my calling, right? And what I realized was, actually, that was not my calling. My assignment is what God has has brought me to in the moment or in that year or those weeks or this moment right now, this moment my assignment is to be on the Flourish podcast with you guys. And our callings, though, are all the same, really, to make disciples, to love God with our hearts, soul, mind, and strength, love your neighbor as yourself. These are our callings, but our assignment can change. So for you, your assignment is learning to potty train your son right now and all the other things you have going on. That's your assignment, right? Um, But we never lose sight of that original calling. And so I think that once I realized that it helped me hold loosely what my plans were so that when God changed them, I wasn't disappointed. You know, I was like, okay, God, let's go. Whatever you've got, I, I'll do it. As, as I said earlier, just let God open the doors and walk through them. And, and I will tell you, that doesn't mean we don't have to work hard and you know, a lot of people wonder, like, where's the balance between working hard and letting God open doors? The truth is, I don't really know. (laughs) I don't really know. I just work hard. I just work hard at what I'm doing. I talk to people about things I'm interested in and maybe what I might want to do. Um, as I said, I just dropped a few minutes ago here on the podcast. Anybody needs help with their show? Just let me know. That's what I love to do. And I just let people know about it. And um, 
if someone calls me because of that, that's amazing. But that's not because I'm trying to do it in my own strength. I'm letting God open those doors. So I don't know if that sets anybody free, but it set me free. I don't know. I love it. I think it's, I mean, something we all at one time of our life, like you are going to have to ask that question. You're going to have to decide, is it, is God leading me or am I trying to make the doors open myself? Or am mm-hmm. I trying to force it open? And I uh, beautiful. Well said. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I feel like we can almost make an idol out of our calling oh, yeah. like, or the idea mm. of a calling. And I think I, I love that idea that callings can like the calling stays the same. Like mm-hmm. we, we are all under the call of the great commission. Yeah. Yeah. But that assignment can look different in different seasons mm-hmm. based on time availability or mm-hmm. based on what you know now might be different than what you know in the future. Like I'm like, yeah. who knows what we'll learn? I mean, yeah going yeah. forward so i think that I yeah. think that's like really you cool. didn't know how to podcast when you were in seminary but like no, you know podcast didn't exist when <laughs> i was in seminary <laughs> yeah i'm like, telling you, you it's crazy <laughs> yeah it's totally crazy but you know when i was making that pivot from you know the desire to be in church ministry i really just prayed and told god you know i want to serve you that's my heart is i just want to serve you and he said to me you can <laughs> Do it. You said, okay. Do it. <laughs> and? Uh, There's you, no problem. I'm sorry, Lord. Can you, can you give me some more information? <laughs> There's plenty of ways to do that. It doesn't have to oh, just man. be in yeah. that one context, the way you've always pictured it. There, there are a million ways to serve God. And mm-hmm. so pick one. Do it. Yeah. You know, I heard a story. And, you know, this may challenge somebody's theology, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there. Do it, baby. Do it. I love this. I mean, well, I'll just sum it up this way. There's a quote by St. Augustine that says, um, love God and do as you wish. That's it. Love God, do as you wish. And I think that really sums it up. Like if you love him and you want him and you follow him, he will lead your heart toward the right things. But it really does start with loving him, you know, Mm -hmm. belonging to him, just belong Mm -hmm. to God. And he will make everything else yeah. clear. Yeah. I but with that. your whole heart, like belong with, with your whole heart. Yeah. With your whole heart. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, you mentioned, I guess this is kind of our last question, but you mentioned you and your husband have been in ministry for a hot minute. What is <laughs> something that God has taught you through all your years in ministry, whether it's mm. you and your husband or just you, but in your family, like what is something that you think God has really taught you in all those years? Um, gosh, my first answer would probably be what I just shared. So let me get you a second answer. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think I would say when he, when he calls, I'm going to use the word call again, but when he calls your family, when he calls you to do something, he, he has a plan for the family too. Mm -hmm. So for those of you listening who might have little kids out there and you're just wondering, is ministry going to ruin my kids' lives or <laughs> like, how is that going to work? God goes before us and he sees us and he knows uh, he's got a plan for Jack, Audrey and Foster, just like he's got a plan for me. And he yeah. speaks to me and he speaks to them just like he speaks to me. You know, when we moved to Orlando, um, we moved here because my husband got a job at First Baptist Orlando. He's the worship pastor. And we moved from Texas And I can remember the day we told our kids they were all, you know, they were all second grade, uh, first grade and kindergarten or not even kindergarten, pre-K. 
And we worried about how it would affect them and how it would change their lives. But what we saw was an opportunity that God God provided for them to learn his faithfulness, the faithfulness of God to be near in a hard time. And they look back on it now and, and will even say that was a, a really a, an early lesson um, for them in moving. I mean, Lauren, you, I know you've experienced this as well. Yeah. 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 So it, it's just. It's just really cool because even when we don't see, we don't know, God goes before, God sees the plan, he knows, and we really can just trust him. I, that sounds so churchy, No, but, but somebody needs to hear it. Yeah, somebody yeah. needs to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, because I think also it's neat, and I've shared this um, before on the podcast, but I didn't even understand initially, and there's some things like I still have questions about like why God did, you know, this happen. But it's cool to look back and being like, yeah, 12 years later, I knew exactly why we were supposed to move to Guatemala. Like, even though at the time people were like, literally, they're crazy. They're moving to it. Like, people were in Richmond were like, what is going on with this family? Why are they taking their their kids to a third world country? Um, but so many prayers have been answered, prayers that we didn't even know hmm. that we needed to pray because mm. of my parents' faithfulness and because of just going where the Lord called them. And I just, I mean, I wouldn't have met my husband. Mm. If I hadn't moved to Guatemala, you know, just things like that. I'm like, yeah. wow, it's just, it's just really cool. But yeah. Well, it's thank amazing. you for answering that. Thank You're you so just for being here. We have just We're been honored. We're so grateful. Um, I yeah. love it. Well, anything else you want to add? I'm just, I'm excited for the Let It Shine podcast. Me? Thank Flippin you. Too. What is the date? <laughs> um, that November. It, well, I'm dropping the trailer on October 31st. So that's really going to be the first baby. episode. I know, right? Why not? <laughs> Let it shine in the dark. <laughs> Listen, we love Halloween so much here at our house. We we celebrate. We dress up a million times. <laughs> oh my it's, gosh, it's crazy. So we're yeah, we're doing Mickey's not so scary as I mentioned. Yeah, next week, well, my son's birthday is next weekend. He's having a costume party. That's then amazing. of course we do actual Halloween in the neighborhood, and all the kids come, and it's just so fun. Ugh. Oh, yay. Well, we can't that wait. So exciting. And you know, we're going to be promoting it when it comes out, too. So thank you guys for that. Oh, I appreciate thank that. Thank you for literally everything. And we hope after you guys have listened to this episode that you're like, I've got to hear more from this lady. <laughs> um, and get That's on LenaBrezes.com. Um, thank you. you. And, you know, watch Angie's sessions because they're and then amazing. And listen to her podcast. And then go listen to her podcast. And you can get as yeah. much as her if you want. Y'all are so sweet. I will tell you, recording those those episodes were, it was really profound for me. Mm-hmm. I felt like God used them to just kind of open me up to maybe what he has for me next. And it was a moment. I'm not going to lie. It was a, <laughs> it was a really moment. It was a profound moment. So, um, yeah, I hope everybody oh. feels, feels it. We did. Well, we, <laughs> we are sure did. so excited. We sure did. Well, thank you, Andrew, so much for giving us your time this afternoon. And You're we welcome. hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you guys later. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Flourish Podcast with Kelsey Durenberg and Lauren Burgess. The Flourish Podcast is a production of Lane of Roses. To learn more, go to www.laneofroses.com. Three, two, one.